word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. That was loud. My bad, guys. All right, words of the day. The first one unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. A thruple. A thruple. A threesome couple. Boom. There you go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Thruple. Knowledge. T-H-R-O-U-P-L-E. Thruple. A threesome couple. Do with that what you will. And then the next word of the day. That one was unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. I don't know if I said that. All right. And then simony. Simony is the next word of the day. The the making of profit out of sacred things. Oh, I don't know, like selling a Bible. So, greed. That's what that is. <laughs> simony. That's a new word. That's a good word. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, education. Knowledge is power, dude. You intimidate some people at the bar. You start using big words when they get a little drunk, and they're just like, whoa, I need to kneel to his intellectual superiority. And then you just... How do you like them apples? What do you mean? It's from uh, the movie with uh, Matt Damon. Way back in the day with uh, Goodwill Hunting. Oh. He at the bar and starts amazing all these big words yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and then he gets the girl's number and then says, how do you like these apples? Yeah. Well, same thing. Same thing, dude. There you go. Yeah. Thank you very much. Proves my theory. <laughs> all right. Uh, I would say I would say great show, but then I'd be lying. We have an above average show planned. So are you guys ready? Fuck yes. Ready. <laughs> Let's get it on. <laughs> Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, a podcast by regular Joes, for regular Joes, sponsorship free, because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth. I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts in this order, Brendan Flanagan and Daniel Benjamin. I'm back, baby. Back after a long hiatus, and the first thing, Flan, the first thing uh, Dan said to me when he walked in, because he got here a little before you, is... uh, Hey, lights are on this time. <laughs> <laughs> no candles. Yeah, yeah so PSPS. We, we really, really set the mood this time. And, you know, last time we were a nice sensual lover. And this time we're just going to fuck you with the lights might on. Might be actually see what back there again on Wednesday. <laughs> I know, dude. I heard about that again. We might have another PSPS on Wednesday because of high winds. Oh. Yeah, man. Wednesday and Thursday, Don't supposedly. Say that to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is this spot is always one of the first ones to get shut down because we're right by the, the park right there. So it's, you know. I'm not allowed to live within a certain amount of feet of a school, but the parks <laughs> are okay. <laughs> Fuck. All right. <laughs> All right uh, so how you guys been? Great. Yeah. Good, man. I told you guys I came over with uh, multiple playoff teams on my chest, and <laughs> I'm feeling good about that. Dan's assorted assorted wardrobe, repping Newman, the Niners, and Clemson. So absolutely eclectic bunch. Winners. Flan, how are you? Great. Yeah. I'm wearing a New Zealand shirt. Oh, okay. That's dope. Well, makes sure people know I'm cultured. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Worldly. He's traveled places. Oh, yeah. He's a man of mystery. One place. <laughs> One place. It's a good place. It's great. Oh, that's a fun yeah, place. Yeah, didn't you go to Mordor? 
Shire, not whatever the hell it is, or whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't yeah. fucking know. I don't watch. I'm trying to engage you in a conversation about Lord of the Rings. All right. I think Mordor. I think Mordor is what they called uh, what Led Zeppelin like reference. My bad. <laughs> Where'd you go? It doesn't matter. Okay, Alpha, Beta, Zeta, Flam. What's, what's the Alpha? Alpha is Mike Pouncey. Oh yeah, that's especially when he said he blacked out trying to fight the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy. Big energy there. So no big deal. My quarterback my quarterback was assaulted, but uh, luckily the center was there. I would like to say that Mike and Marquise Pouncey are two people that you want on your side. I think it's actually Marquise Pouncey that's on the line. Aaron Hernandez. How did they, that rode or go, <laughs> they rode and died for Aaron Hernandez before somebody, he died. Somebody made a funny point. Like they are, like It already came out so that Aaron Hernandez like murdered somebody, and they're still wearing the free <laughs> Aaron <laughs> Hernandez shirts. <laughs> and they have, they have tattoos that just read loyalty behind their ears, so we know exactly where they stand on the matter. They both went to Florida, right? Yep. That's okay. That's why the same like. with Joe Hayden. I love that. I love the little pipe line that ends up happening where if you could get a gator to be drafted by the Steelers it's like I never have to stop cheering for you <laughs> unlike Tim Tebow it's like once you become a Bronco and you beat the Steelers in the playoffs it's like, fuck you sir <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's not better <laughs> no, no, I've moved on <laughs> uh, yeah so what, are, what were you guys thoughts on just just Pouncey himself just what, what went down there yay nay happy about it Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Would you were you that type of football player Dan where somebody's getting in a fight you didn't question it you're just I'm running over there I'm not I'm not a fighter, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm a in, lover, not I'm a in it. No, I'm in it for sure. I'm backing my guys, but Flan, there was that one time in middle school that I remember he took that giant black eye when we were playing basketball, and everyone was like, "Dude, we're gonna fight," and then this didn't end up happening because it's middle school basketball. But what? this dude took an elbow, fucking had a spider bite looking bruise underneath his eye. Oh, rallied oh. rallied the team for a big comeback, come from behind victory. But you know, wrestled up a bunch of what was it, twelve and thirteen year olds? <laughs> no fucking scrap, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, malice at the palace at St. Eugene's. All right, so uh, beta, what's the beta this week or this episode? Oh, beta this week is going to be the um, definitely uh, Miles Garrett. Oh, okay. This is the whole thing. A lot of it's revolved around that. Okay, I like when people say that there's no place for it in the game. Like, really? Like, <laughs> Neil Brennan has a bit talking about football players who, from the time that they're like eight years old, that's all they know is like football, sleep, practice, you know, weights, football. Mm-hmm. So, so when you get a guy who's like football on field, okay, that's great. Football when you're supposed to elevate her, and then you get a Ray Rice situation. It's just like oof, like you you don't want to turn that off. So I don't really blame Miles Garrett for getting hella violent because. The rest of the Browns were swinging helmets. They the just happened to have their heads the in them. The funniest part about that is that after the fight, Stephen A. went on uh, Twitter and he tweeted out a thing saying Miles Garrett's like biography in his profile is like something about like always be a leader, like do the right I thing. I saw that. Yeah, his Twitter bio. And that's Stephen A. How which, what an ironic bio to have in your it's Twitter. Really, it's really easy to virtue signal in a situation like this where it's like, damn, there's no place for it in the game. But like, just the tone that game had. If you recall, you know, Juju got knocked the fuck out in the second quarter, and then mm. Deontay Johnson was fucking that bleeding, was even bleeding, worse. Yeah, bleeding I, think, I think the funniest part is people trying to like trying to state that. Uh, Mason Rudolph was the one that started it, and it's like, okay, if he started it, you still shouldn't sling a helmet no, over someone's who, head. Who technically <laughs> started it? If we're gonna, and I'm, I'm gonna jump on this grenade for my quarterback here, but eight seconds left in the game, you're up 14 points. You, he's gotten rid of the football, and you're bringing him down to the ground. Of course, the quarterback's gonna be a little upset because that's happening. It's like you already won the fucking game. Like you know, now you're going for humiliation. It's just strange that a lot, I've seen like a lot. There's a narrative going around that that it was almost it was, not, it was like almost that it was appropriate that that happened because he's the one that started. Oh, it was like, that's ridiculous. It, that's it, ridiculous. Yeah, it's just like 
no. <laughs> Be, beyond <laughs> me, but I just I he think, wasn't being a pussy. Like he went yeah. like yeah, Rudolph. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, What's he, he ran, supposed to do? Just he ran after a dude his... twice his size with a fucking with his helmet off, and then yeah. he got his own helmet swung on him. Like yeah. that's crazy. He's yeah. lucky he didn't <laughs> have crazy. that. He's lucky that <laughs> He's thing crazy. wasn't that thing wasn't turned over and oh, hit it with the, that would have been bad. That probably would have split his skull. Because yeah. wasn't that wasn't that like a padding that actually hit him? He hit him with like the open the white part. Yeah, the the thing that protects your neck or it's supposed to protect your neck. Yeah, but it don't. But uh. <laughs> the nature of that game like it's so funny though how people are like there's no place for it in this game it's like every snap that a guy's able to walk in football is a blessing like just given <laughs> the nature of the game like Odell even brought it out. He's like, there's no leg that's going to, there's no padding that's going to properly protect yeah, me when a guy flies in. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's so true. It's like, I mean, yeah, the helmet's there because it makes you feel good because everybody else is leading with theirs. And it's like, but it, it literally became a weapon in this instance. Like, it was, uh, but I mean, hey, you're suspended for the rest of the year and indefinitely into next year. I don't, I think he probably gets probably what, like eight games in the next year. Wow. No, that's a full season That'd be a full season pretty much. Pretty think, much. It'd be I, just shot No, I was thinking it'd be more like eight games this year and then carry like two more for like a ten game suspension. Well, there's only six games left this year, so that's what I'm saying. He's oh, definitely, well, then, then four then He's next definitely year. gone the, for the rest of this year, and then I'd say eight games into the season for next year. I think that's fair, but I'm also saying that from the side of the team that had their quarterback swung on. Yeah. I like the people who's like, there's no precedent for this whatsoever. It's like, actually, if you were paying attention to preseason football like you claimed you were, the Dolphins and Texans got into a scrap like this where another player swung his helmet at somebody, and he was only suspended two preseason games and one regular season game. So, oh, yeah. The so they're already past that. The NFL is, well, <laughs> rest of the season's already more than that. Well, I joked with you when, when I was talking about how the NFL is generally really good about, you know, handing out punishments for those who are responsible and, and showing accountability. And it's like I said that in jest, but uh, <laughs> it's like in this instance, they really only care because it happened on a primetime game and it happened. Everybody to, was watching. And it mm-hmm. Well, most people might have turned off at that point, but, you know, when you wake up and it's all over Twitter and social media and it's just like, wow, what the fuck is this? This is, you know, we knew football was violent, but this is lunatic, you know, yeah. lunatic behavior. Like the, the fact that it happened on primetime and it happened to a quarterback, I think, you know, had it been two DBs going at it, you know, that wouldn't have been as nearly as big a deal. We'd just been like, wow, look at those divas over there, you know. And, lo- and good God, if they were both black, there would have been another racial layer oh behind God, that, but yeah, we'll just drop yeah, that there. All right, the Zeta, what's the weirdest thing about It's just whenever there's a fight in football, it's just the, the punching in the face mask. It's the Zeta. Never never understood it. It's always a funny thing to see. Watching a guy just swing on a helmet. <laughs> yeah, and then break. one day it's going to happen they just break their hand. Pouncey, like, dropped the people's elbow, though. He, like, he was, <laughs> It was crazy. He was throwing kicks and punches as he dropped down on yeah. him. Like, it was like, yeah. I've never seen, so he hit him with, like, a 16-punch combo. Like from Mortal Kombat or something like that, just real quick, just put him down. All right, so the Alpha Beta Zeta, we have Mike Pouncey, Miles Garrett, and football fights. And then uh, let's move over to the, oh, well, say it in the mic. How about that big dog? Uh, let's move over to some talking points here. I do want to just cap on the NFL for just a wee bit longer. Uh, Colin Kaepernick had a workout on Saturday, and I look. Dan rolls his eyes. Uh, Flan looks very unaffected. Uh, what? Just just give me your thoughts on the situation. What's what's wrong with this? Why'd you roll your eyes? I think I definitely think he can play, but the way he's going about it is 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 off to me. He uh, basically just challenges the entire NFL again today at the end of his, and he slung the ball around. And I also think he looks a little overweight, but just the w- he did have the big arm still, and but just the way he ch- his parting shots were. 
I gotta sink him again. I think. Yeah, I don't really know what happened with this. It seemed like he was gonna do the NFL thing, and they weren't gonna allow any media in. And then that's when he decided that's, to make it. I didn't understand that either. Well, the whole thing was fishy to begin with about how they set him up. The NFL. It was a whole PR stunt from well, the get go. From the for the NFL side, it yeah. was it was a win win situation because had he gotten signed, hey, he got signed. We put together this workout for him. Had he didn't get signed, it sent like, well, I guess we didn't. Nobody wanted you. But it's like you you let the no, guy. No, he moved the yeah. But you let the guy know on Tuesday that you're gonna have this workout scheduled on Saturday, a day. When most NFL scouts are looking at college football anyway, and it's like, why would you do that? So then he moved it and and made the media available, which is fine. I mean, that's good, you know. But I agree with what you said when he when he's telling the scouts, you know, tell your owners to not be yeah. scared. Yeah. You can't challenge somebody like that. You're not in a position, you know. It's like that's not. This isn't social media. It's not going to win. It, you're not going to win them over. Ask, ask like AB how that works. Yeah, it doesn't. The other thing I was wondering that somebody else made a good point is that if he really wanted to get signed by an NFL team, he he should know that if he moves his trout, it's not going to happen. You know what it I mean? Cut his, it cut the scouts in like half. Yeah, and then also, and it's like, and it, it, it came across as more, he was, he was doing it for almost himself a PR stunt. Well, he just wanted to make sure that he got that stuff on tape so that way he could control the narrative, right? Yeah. This way, by seeing him throw the ball around, there's nobody that could come out and leak information and say he looked really bad throwing the ball, blah, blah, blah. He's the one that gets to control all the, the information that goes about around him. So it's this little pissing match power struggle between him and the NFL. But you also have to remember that the NFL set him up to kind of fuck him over in this position because he sued them. He sued the league, mm -hmm. and, he, and he ended up with a settlement. And now he's, you know, when have you ever had a whistleblower at work you know, end up getting a promotion or something. Like once, once you kind of blow the lid on something, people are relatively trying to get rid of you, saying, "Oh, it will be better when they move on, when we get rid of them." And so the NFL really did this just in the best interest of themselves. And then I look at it from a football standpoint of which team is going to say, "Look at their backup quarterback 11 weeks into the season and say, you know what? See ya. Cap looks better than you. He's got an entire playbook to learn. His best chance is if Lamar Jackson gets hurt, because then now you can bring him in and just be like." Oh well, now we have Cap and Robert Griffin. You know, RG three will probably take the lead role, but at least you have Cap to back him up. You know, in case that's shit a good is point. Bad. It's the same offense. But the Greg but the Roman, Ravens, right? the Ravens, yeah, they already tried. They already thought about picking him up one time, and then you had the owner get on there and say, "Pray for us." And it's just like, well, that's fucking terrible. Like, <laughs> you know, nobody's actually dying. You're just struggling with the moral conundrum that is possibly signing Colin Kaepernick. And all this dude told you was he got tired of watching black people get killed by police. He did a very aggressive manner. You know. And, and made a show of it and angered a lot of people. But at the end of the day, that was his baseline message was like, I'm tired of watching people get killed by cops. So and then and then the rest of the rest of all this happened. So I don't know. It's good for Colin. I guess he goes out there and proves that he can still do it. Maybe it gets him a training camp invite next year, like at the at, at worst case scenario, best case scenario. But, yeah, unless somebody gets tragically hurt. Uh, there's no way that he's going to. I wonder how many of those scouts that are supposed to be at this, at this event. Their owners told them you must go. And you just like, have to go to yeah. do to do put our name on the list. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I like, wonder if it was like the we well, showed up. Well, the, uh, like so, I had been listening to pundits talk about it for the past two days. You know, on Thursday and Friday, and they were talking about how uh, they thought that maybe it was it, the league was doing this to cover up two teams. Like maybe there were a couple teams that had like mentioned to the league, like, "Hey, we're kind of interested in working Colin Kaepernick out," but no way. We don't know That's what kind crazy. of backlash there's going to be. So maybe maybe the league set this up so we teams could go out there and see. Them. Well, take a look at the teams who showed up. Right? I think it was it was the Bears, the Dolphins, and somebody else who has pretty shaky quarterback play showed up. And it was just like, all right, well, I guess they're doing their due diligence on him. But it's like at this point, 
we're almost three years removed since he's last the, played football. Why the, is it taking this long? The problem with him now is that he's has, he almost has like a Tebow effect where the the me if he wherever yes, he goes, it's, you're gonna have ESPN put up a whole damn set at, yeah. his, at his at his practice and everything, and it's just gonna become a, a scene. Why is your backup quarterback making this many headlines? That, yeah. that would be the question. Never there. good. Yeah. yeah, never good. And yeah, he's got. Well, ever since he got out of the league, he made the whole. Thing he not to mention, the, not way. to mention the the stupid strain that that would put on your starting quarterback, right? Like it'd be different if he came in for like a Trubisky or somebody. Like I think that'd be obvious. People would be like, "Oh, well, bench Mitch." But like, let's say he comes in for like, I don't know, Kirk Cousins. Like the Vikings sign him, right? And they're just like, oh, "Kirk Cousins makes a mistake. Oh, you should be playing Cap. Cap would be way better." It's like I don't that know. That always happens. Yeah, though, right. With all that, sorts of backups. But that's what I'm but, saying. The yeah, pressure would be, be there. At, same and it would be extreme. It would be extreme. And maybe, maybe, oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe Kirk Cousins is a bad example because you know he's like, you know, gets Kirk Cousins. But like, let's say for some reason the Cowboys in some alternate universe they decide to sign Kaepernick and Jerry Jones like, fuck everybody, I'm signing Colin Kaepernick. And Dak struggles, and then eventually there's like this. This I think the there's call, no the call for Cap as a backup, the call for Cap to start would be much quicker compared to any other backup quarterback that you had on your roster given the hysteria when he gets signed, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. they say, oh, he can make that throw or he could probably be out there winning games for you. And it's like, I don't know. Another knock, and you guys know this as Niner fans, is that the the knock on Cap was that there's no touch on his pass. No, it's all absolutely it's no all touch. bullet passes. It doesn't matter if he's throwing the ball 60 yards downfield or if he's throwing a screen pass out in the fly right there. That that ball is going to come in at 100 miles per hour. That was what was wrong with that last touch, that last throw in the Super Bowl. There was just no touch on the fade to Crabtree. Kind of well, there was also <laughs> I'll, I'll, I mean you know again don't don't get mistaken because I've been knocking the Niners so much this year. There was pass interference on that play. We can all agree on it. You know so it's but everybody gets fucked over by a pass interference call. Also, probably if he had more touch, he probably would have thrown Vernon Davis and thrown him out in the Wolves against Cam Chancellor that one time. <laughs> was that him? I Cap think, threw I think that? Cap threw that one, yeah. That was rough. He did beat the Packers twice. Yeah, he was a Packer cooker. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, good for him. All right. So let's move on and recap week 11 of the NFL season uh, with some hashtags because we're millennial as fuck. Hysteria. Week 11 of the NFL season, and we're going to do it with some hashtags. The first one, I mean, this one's just pretty clear and pretty obvious. Hashtag assault, because that's what took place <laughs> on Thursday night on the field. Hashtag uh, during Adam and Adam after Schefter. the game. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Shouts out Adam. Did you Shepard. see that? Adam no. Shepard just tweeted after the <laughs> thing after the Thursday night game. Adam Shepard just tweeted out the one word assault, <laughs> that's <it. laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and I mean, you know, this is the take that's been going it's around. A nail in the head. Yeah. I gotta literally. I gotta be. Uh, I gotta be completely honest because Mason Rudolph is fucking. He played like straight garbage. Okay, like twenty-three of forty-four, two hundred twenty-one yards, a touchdown, and four picks. It's just. One of them was really bad. It was really egregious. But I, I hate this team, and I love this team so much. But I hate this team because they made me look like a complete fucking ass at the bar. <laughs> and that's really what I, I just can't have that, okay? I really can't have this team making me look like an ass, especially when I'm sitting down enjoying a beer pregame at the bar, you know, talking to the bartender and uh, and and some dudes next to me. I'm just like, it's the fucking Cleveland Browns. There ain't no way this is happening. It's like, you know, it's the closest thing we got to a guarantee here is, <laughs> is death taxes and the Pittsburgh Steelers at least tying the, Cincinnati, the Cleveland Browns because the Browns ain't beating them. 
This is a 20 fucking 13. And then sure enough, they go out there and they poop the bed like this. It's absolutely ridiculous. Baker Mayfield, 17 to 32, 193 yards and two touchdowns. It's not like he played well. So, you know, I mean, like good, good for Baker, but it's not. He was missing a bunch of throws. The defense was there. It's just this fucking offense is just so painful to watch. It hurts Baker, so bad. Baker is one guy I'm very glad I did not draft in fantasy. So I was debating. I actually, it. I actually, it was, yeah. I didn't think about it. I chose Cam Newton instead. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> that's the better choice. Yes, again. At least one. At least we could say that one is still playing. So, yeah. Justified in that. Very good, Flynn. God, that's uh, So, yeah. The Steelers now 5-5. Five and five. I think there's still, there's still an outside chance they can make the playoffs. I'm still telling myself that. I've convinced myself. Six seed. We're destined for a six seed. Shake it up. Make a run like you did in the 05 Super Bowl as a six seed. No big deal. It's only been done before by you. Set the set the groundwork there at the mm, president. You got Roethlisberger yes. 2.0 hey, coming this you time? Know, well, what? Roethlisberger struggled mightily his that, that season, right, before he went before they went. So And he was riding the coattails of a very good defense. So I just need maybe, I don't know, maybe it's worth throwing Hodges back out there. Just see. Just see, you know, Mason Rudolph, he's taken a couple boinks on the head this season, so might want to put him on the sideline and let him rest up, you know. Yeah, I mean. The two times we've seen Mason Rudolph this year in, well, it wasn't prime time, but the two times we've seen Mason Rudolph plastered across the media, he's had his helmet off, and it's not, that's not, that's not good. <laughs> or his helmet on that's and mask saying. off. The face mask, <laughs> the face mask is ripped off. He's looking like a stupid chipmunk with a helmet on, just, you know, looking like a special ed chipmunk, and then, and then this one where he's just getting boink, and he's right on the head. And it's like I deservedly so, man. With the way he was playing, I'm just kidding. You can't. I don't. I don't. I don't condone play anything. Play calling, right? I don't condone anything Miles Garrett did. No, I. It was probably a combination of play calling and his overall lack of execution. Did you see the the flea flicker that they tried? No. They tried a flea flicker in the third quarter that he threw a. It was a rainbow. The Cle- <laughs> all of Cleveland had the ch- the entire stadium could have gotten down from their seats and gotten underneath that football that was up in the air for so fucking long. And then it doesn't help that you got your two wide receivers that get knocked the fuck out, right? You got Juju, who's just done. He just dies there. It just goes face down like a dog that you just took out back and just boom. And then Deontay Johnson's bleeding from the ears. Deontay Johnson's bleeding from the ears. Welcome to the NFL, rookie. You're going to die. It's just, all, everybody on that team was scrambled. The, the, my entire team's on the fucking infirmary list, okay? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, next game. <laughs> Hashtag J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They beat the Washington R-Words. Uh, Sam Darnold looked really good, but again, they played the, the R-Words. So Sam They're Darnold usually looking pretty bad. 19-30, 293 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Dwayne Haskins, 214, two touchdowns, interception on 19-35. I will say this. Uh, Washington's field always looks terrible on, on television. Today, it looked somewhat acceptable. <laughs> I would never allow myself or anybody that I cared about to step foot on that football field because of how shitty it is. And I think that they would hurt themselves, just like what it did RG three, but and Alex Smith. But uh, I I think that it looked Almost it, got asking, it looked dude. presentable. Oh, exactly, dude. it's a death trap out there. It's go to turf or just move the stadium. Just uh, build a new stadium. If you're not gonna sell the team, build a new fucking stadium so it's safer it's for your players. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Did you guys see any of the Jets game? No, I did not. No. Okay. Not really. Good. All right. Three and seven team, a one and nine team. I don't think it really matters. Thank you very much for playing. Next game. We have hashtag pony up. The Indianapolis Colts defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 33 to 13. Nick Foles 296 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. His return and Jacoby Brissett 15 to 24 for 148 yards, a touchdown, and interception. This was heavily in his return. But, but they went heavy on the run game here for uh, for the Colts. And you look at the the Jaguars. I think that's interesting play calling. Leonard Fournette only got eight carries. Armstead got one. Meanwhile, you got. 
Uh, that's a lot of numbers there for Indianapolis. They they ran the ball a lot in Indy today. So, again, not a game that you guys watch. Bro, did you, Jacoby Brissett play? Yes. Yeah. I just said I just said Jacoby Brissett threw for 140 yards and a touchdown. Couldn't hear you. Okay. <laughs> Mac broke his hand. Yeah, that's oh. a, he's done. So. Fantasy owners, beware. Ouch. For now. He's done for now, at least. All right, next game. Hashtag wagons, because nobody circles them like the Buffalo Bills. 37-20, to defeating the Miami Dolphins. I really thought Miami was going to be poised for uh, to rip off a couple of games here and that yeah, the Bills were going to be. Yeah, they better if they're coming to your... I, I do. I have a hot take that the Miami Dolphins are poised for a seven and nine season. All right, they're two and eight, and I just say, I look can't at, believe you actually said it on mic. I thought you were just look at look at, their, look at their look at their remain look at their remainder schedule. Look at their remaining schedule. They play the Browns next week. Very possible now that they don't have their pass rusher. Right, and then they play the Eagles at home. At home, Eagles look bad. That's a that's a one o'clock game. So get a couple of Philadelphia Eagles to go out to to you know live or whatever in Miami. Get you see club. that uh, Chris Johnson thing. Chris Johnson what? The untold stories. Oh, what? Talking about playing in Miami? Yeah. They what? stayed the night, Sunday night, but had to be back at meetings at like noon. It's cool. It's fun. Oh, so they would still and party they were like that sc- night? Yeah, they stayed the night. Only a couple of guys. Oh, that's, and I mean, then, it's then smart. They, they had a flight at 12 and they were like scrambling. Chris Johnson was separated from two other people and then another guy was missing also. It was, it's funny. OBJ. Untold OBJ. stories. That's good stuff. Have you seen that stuff? I know I haven't, Dan. No, I'll check it Beach out. Report. Report. Get Beach aggra- report. Getting There's aggressive. Multiple. It no, it's I'm good. sorry. It's good. All right. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> untold story. Okay, here's one. Yeah, Chris Johnson, Wild Night in Miami, Antonio Cromartie, kneeling, got me cut, ended my career. Uh, there's one about Jamal Charles. There's Jamal good. Charles, rookie hazing story. Check on your free time. Oh, Mar- Marvin, or <laughs> Percy Harvin. I was high every game. That's who, yeah. You have my attention. No. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just saying, look at this remaining schedule. They travel to Cleveland. They host Philly. They travel to the Jets. Then they travel to the Giants. Then they play, they host the Bengals. And then they travel to New England. The New England could be a total just gimme game where they just, unless they go revert, or unless they go revenge for that. They got to win them all. For the Miami Miracle. No, they're two and eight. So they can drop. I'm saying they drop either the Eagle or the Patriot so game, and they clean sweep the other ones. They take care of business on the other four games for sure. This is a, it's a poised team. Just because the front office is tanking doesn't mean that the product on the field will tank. But Josh Allen, 256 yards, three touchdowns. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick does the most with doing nothing. <laughs> does the most, and then it ends up being like just useless. Like 32 of 45, 323 yards, and that's it. No touchdowns, no picks. Just. He moved the ball. He moved the ball. That's Fitz magic, right there. (laughs) He always be that bridge, the quarterback goes from one era to the next. That just that that filler. Well, I don't know, man. I really thought that Rosen was gonna get a better go of it this year, and it's just uh, very unfair to him. I feel bad for Josh Rosen. I really do. I really do. I feel bad. Hope he has a big hot tub. I do probably (laughs) in Miami. In Miami, I'm sure there's a lot of hot tubs to choose from there too. So he's good. All right, next up. Hashtag Big Daddy Dak. <laughs> yeah, that was one that we tickled ourselves with earlier. So the Cowboys won 35 to 27 over the Detroit Lions. Dak Prescott 29 to 46, 444 yards, three touchdowns. You had Jeff Driscoll, who's just poop soup, and he was when he was at Florida. I don't know why the Lions even have him on the roster. Uh, that that could be that would be somebody that already you throw cap as your backup because fucking Jeff Driscoll, good lord, fifteen to twenty six, <laughs> two hundred nine yards, two touchdowns. No, you don't understand the pain of what it was watching him dress up in a Florida Gator uniform every Saturday and just knowing that we had no I know. Sh- no shot. He was at a winning. niner. You had no I shot. I got a at little winning. bit of a yeah. knowledge of how it felt. <laughs> how fucking Trust terrible me. it is. Anyway, so the Cowboys now six and four. What is it looking like moving forward for the Dallas Cowboys, fellas? Uh, losing the playoffs. 
Well, okay, yes, that's a given, but they're Wild card making, weekend. They're so making, yeah, which play? I don't believe in Philly. Them? They're, I mean, Dallas gonna win the division, right? That's what I thought. Yeah, that's they're up. They're up on was. Philly right now. They're up on Philly. By yeah, one but game. they. Ju- I don't believe in Philly. That's what I'm saying. They got to play Seattle next week. I think. Yeah, they have a tough go. Then they play the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 gotta be, gotta be ready. Stay ready. Walked into that. All right, next game, hashtag silly, because this is getting fucking silly, okay? Somebody, somebody beat the goddamn Baltimore Ravens, okay? They're fucking 8-2. and two. They just won 41-7 to seven over the Houston Texans. I think this final— Playoff team. This puts the kibosh in the Texans, man. I want to hear dick Anybody about Anybody sprinkle that uh, Texans money line today? I did not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to fucking talk about the Texans anymore. I'm so sick and tired of this. They're fraudulent. Whoever comes out of the South, if, especially if it's the Texans, you're getting bounced wild card weekend right there. That 12 o'clock game on ESPN, that's what you're destined for. Is you're Just gonna, like last year. You're going to get embarrassed on Saturday. Saturday. Saturday, yeah, Saturday afternoon. Deshaun Watson, 18 to 29, 169 yards and a pick. Lamar Jackson, 17 to 24, 222 yards, four touchdowns. He had nine rushes for 86 yards. I, I, I don't have anything nice to say about this team, and if I say anything else, I'm going to sound bitter. So, gentlemen, what? But what do we like about the Baltimore Ravens? Aside from absolutely goddamn nothing. <laughs> but what do we like? What, what about the Ravens? Awesome, man. They're so great. Like. I, this, if it wasn't for the Niners, that'd probably be this my, probably my favorite team. Oh yeah, yeah. That is, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I just, they I, just, they've beaten good teams. They really have. They have, and that's what's frustrating. It's you know we we lost to the Browns. I'm saying let's take a look at their schedule real quick. Quality wins that stand out for me. Number one, obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's big when you beat the Steelers. It's a big deal. Stop. And then <laughs> they lost to the Chiefs. And they lost to the Browns. That's the two that don't make sense. One doesn't have a defense, and the other one's just a giant fucking hot mess. So it's just like, I don't understand how that happens. But took care of business against the Dolphins. Barely beat the Cardinals by, by touchdown. You know, a lot of these, that some of their wins are not as convincing as they've been. They've been beating up on some pretty bad teams here. Texans well, are not a bad team. Well, they sure look like it. And then they beat up on the Seahawks. Not a bad team. Not a bad team, the Seattle Seahawks. And that quarterback, their quarterback's pretty good. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> but then they beat up on the Bengals. So I'm looking at the rest got of the their Patriots too. The rest of their schedule, they oh yeah, they did. I know that's true. I admitted that one. Oof. They played just zoned out on that one. <laughs> they played. Well, I was just staring at that loss against the Steelers. Should have had that game. It's so bullshit. This team should be seven and three right now. All right. So then they play the Rams on Monday Night Football next week. Then they they host the Niners uh, after that. Then they play the Bills. And then they get a, their foot off the brake with the Jets, and then they play the Browns, and then they finish with the Steelers. And I already had the Steelers losing that game to begin with at the end of the year in Baltimore. So, yikes. That's not good. Yeah. Morale is low. So, <laughs> fuck this Baltimore Ravens team. All right. Uh, next up, hashtag what the hell, because what the hell do we make about the Atlanta Falcons, boys? Atlanta! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 29 to 3, they beat the Carolina Panthers. They're now 3 and 7. The Panthers are 5 and 5. Matt Ryan. 3 and 7. Matt Ryan. Don't stop. Do not stop the Falcons right now. This team, <laughs> you look at this remaining schedule. They play the, They host the Buccaneers, then they host the Saints on, on, on Thursday, and the home teams on Thursday traditionally do very well. Then it's beat they, the Saints. They have is three. That, is that, that's. Um, Thanksgiving night, isn't it? Eleven twenty-eight. Yeah. So they have three. What a stri- shitty prime time game. They have three straight home games. No, if the Falcons win against the Bucks, I'm gonna be yoked about they that game. They beat the Saints. Yes, they did last week. Oh, that's so, right. Or the week before, twenty-six to nine. They, they yeah, they, they kind of handled them. I'm saying they have three straight home games right here: Bucks, Saints, Panthers. Then they travel to Santa Clara, and then they host Jacksonville, and then wrap up with the Buccaneers. 
Atlanta could very well finish seven and nine. That's another team that could finish seven and nine. That's not enough though. Poised for seven and nine. So starting off the season one and one and seven. Yeah. And then to finish two and nine, I think that's I mean two and nine. To finish seven and nine after starting one and seven, that's not too bad. So That's I'm, great. I mean it's mediocrity and you totally fucked yourself out of a good draft pick, <laughs> but yeah, at least you at least you showed some fight and resolve, which I guess counts, right? No, no. Counts uh, for my fantasy team. Matt Ryan, twenty one <laughs> to thirty one, three hundred eleven yards and a touchdown, a very pedestrian stat line there. And then Kyle Allen. I think this experiment's done. That's I was thinking the same. Thirty one of fifty, three hundred and twenty five yards, four picks. Mm. McCaffrey Man, how bad is it to throw four picks, huh? <laughs> McCaffrey, fourteen goes. Fourteen carries, seventy yards, eleven receptions for hundred and twenty one yards. Christian McCaffrey's gonna bankrupt this team. They're going to owe him so much money. He is the only thing they have on offense. I don't want to hear about their other weapons. They don't utilize them like they do Christian McCaffrey. That is ridiculous. All right, moving along. Hashtag Breezes, because this is the return of our Lord and Savior, our Lord and football Savior, Drew Breezes Christ. Uh, 28 to 35, 228 yards, three touchdowns. Jameis Winston, 30 of 51, mm. 313 yards, two touchdowns, four picks. But Tons remember, of picks that glass is always that glass is always full. <laughs> sometimes it's half full of water and sometimes it's half full of air. But that glass is always full. You gotta find a way to get the win, and they did not. So that's so, enough. <laughs> and then most of those guys just or most of the people just saying those things are just people. You know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Drew Brees, he's back. The Saints are eight and two. They're looking like they're gonna be back on track here after that short little hiccup against the against the Falcons. Every team gets a couple of losses, you know, throughout the season where you're just like, oh, you know, wish you'd had that one back probably, or you didn't take your opponent seriously enough, you know. Uh, I think that was one of them for the Saints, and they bounced back against the Buccaneers here in Tampa Bay. So are you guys concerned about the Saints, worried about the Saints? What, what about in two weeks? You worry about in two weeks? Yeah, we're very, very good. Weeks. You want to focus on the opponent. The yes. next opponent is the most important opponent. <laughs> yes, that's right. Don't overlook. Okay. Who's yes. your next opponent? Green Bay. Uh, Sunday night. night. Yes. That's quite that's quite an opponent. Oof. Yeah. So that that's we'll see what happens. You know what they say the about Aaron Rodgers, right? You know what they say about Aaron Rodgers? He's a bad man. Uh, He's a bad man. He is, doesn't like his family. Oh yeah. <laughs> how many tickets how many tickets do you think he's gonna get for this game? It's not. It's not a very far drive from Butte, right? What's that, like a six-hour drive to Santa Clara? Six, seven-hour drive. That's no, a four-hour drive. You get him a hotel. You get him a hotel. You'd be fine. That's right. You've made the drive before. How long? How far does it take to get Chico? Two hours from here. From here, it's three hours. Three hours, and then you add on the extra. Well, it's like an hour and a half to get to Santa Clara from here. Well, if you're, if you're, going, if you're just going plus to, traffic, if you're bathroom just, breaks, and food stops. <laughs> if you're just going to the East Bay, it's, it's less than three hours. So it's probably about to get to Santa Clara it's about a four-hour drive, I'd say. Okay. Oh, yeah, over under put about four and a half. How about that? Mm, I'll go uh, under on that one. Betting man, yeah. easy under. Yeah, push four and a half. Because again, you got to factor Let's in. Get this Give me man, your man. money. <laughs> Let's get right. to the Rogers family. And see uh, <laughs> hey guys, over under four and a half hours for you to make it to the game, and then I got just, another, just the money line's gonna be plus one thousand. Even his, bites you. What's his brother's name? The one that Jordan. Uh, just, just the pr- bachelor. Just tweet out, Yo, Jordan, let's a ticket for you. I will call. Pick it up if you can. <laughs> <laughs> I had Aaron get me an extra ticket so I could leave it for you. <laughs> I'm looking out for it. It's a family thing. All right. So uh, next game, hashtag skull. The Minnesota Vikings somehow no. It's 27-23. They beat the Denver Broncos. The Vikings are eight and three. The Broncos three and seven. Kirk Cousins, 29 to 35, 319 yards, three touchdowns. And Brandon Allen, 17 to 39, 240 yards, a touchdown and interception. I just I'm st- Kirk Cousins. These sound like very good numbers. I'm still just relatively unimpressed. I'd love to play the Vikings in the playoffs. That's the defense, the defense is, mm, I mean, it's it's good, but again, I think it's one of those things where it's like, l- like, Kirk Cousins is like 
the the final evolved version of Mason Rudolph. So like <laughs> Mason Rudolph is like your starting Pokemon, and then Kirk Cousins is what he evolves into. And trust me, it is nothing you want. Okay, so who's in the middle? I have no idea. Who's in the middle? <laughs> there is no middle. It's just a two. Fitzpatrick. It's, no, don't don't you dare do that. No. Uh, at least this year. Hopefully Mason Rudolph can evolve into a better Pokemon next year. But but this year it's like when he's looked great, when Mason Rudolph has looked at his absolute best, he's looked like a, a, a very mediocre Kirk Cousins, and it hurts. It hurts. But I have a very good defense to back him up. And Kirk Cousins got rewarded with good defenses too. He was able to disguise his, his shit play. With he great still defense. is. He is, he's yeah. He's doing it right now. He's active. So it's possible. It's totally possible. Again, you know, I don't like the fact that I just compared my quarterback to Kirk Cousins, but it's appropriate given the way that he's fucking been playing. So uh, you guys relatively unfazed by the uh, Minnesota Vikings as their highlights now pop up on the screen. Weird. We're talking about them. Hmm, weird. Uh, what do you guys think about the Vikings? I'm unfazed by Kirk Cousins. I love their stadium. Cool stadium. That's it. That's yeah, what you that's have. About all, that's about all I got for the Thank Vikings. you for your contribution. <laughs> all right. Uh, next hashtag, hashtag push, because the Niners mm. did not cover. Good teams win. So we know the Niners are a good team, but they're not great. Good teams win, great teams cover. <laughs> so 36-26, they beat the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, 24-33, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Looked like a little boy out there. And then Jimmy G, 34-45, 424 yards, four touchdowns, two picks. Again, He's very he's allergic to holding onto the football. So uh, for you guys, he's, he's very prone to turnover prone. Uh, but luckily, again, you know, you played an inferior opponent this week, so you, you got away with one. Uh, what did you guys think about this game? Raider. I know, I know, you guys watched this game. So I was at the Raider game, so I didn't. Oh, that's true. I was, you I was watching it. on Gamecast. Oh, okay, <laughs> I watched it. Dan, now you watched it. So give me what you thought about this. Game. Yeah. <laughs> that explains why you didn't watch any of these I games. Mean, Damn I it, mean, that's right. Okay. I, the Niners got to get healthy, <clears throat> like. Oh, That's injuries are a part of the game. They gotta yeah, get yeah. healthy. Yeah, my quarterback almost died. I have two wide receivers. It. I'm just saying they they kind of just look lethargic. Honestly, it was kind of scary. They didn't Jimmy look like they got out for, uh, got up for the game. Yeah, they're they down really sixteen didn't. to nothing. Yeah, they really didn't. And but I mean, Jimmy made some plays. Moving on. Debo made some plays. Debo I saw. made some plays. Yeah. I saw something. He's he's got the most. Forced missed tackles in the league. Yeah, something he like that. He has to though because it's like who else did they? they uh, Emmanuel Sanders went down. He's, yeah, he, he's banged. And up. then who's the other wide receivers that they have that weren't? One of them was Kendrick Bourne, who seems to dance more than he catches sometimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dante Pettis didn't even play a snap today. You need one of those guys though. You need one of those. He's a glue guy. The glue guy to dance <laughs> on the sideline and hype everybody up. <laughs> That's what he's that thing is keep throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah. He's the one. He's the one. He's the one who had that big drop against Seattle, right? Dude. Yeah. Huge. All right, Huge. and then Kittle's out, so that's unfortunate. He's probably How surprised? He's probably going to need a Pettis knee. Pettis didn't get one snap today. I don't, dude's know. Been I don't that, know what's going on with that dude. Guy. He had those like he had like the last six games last year. He came on so strong. He had like I think he had one, the last four games he had like four hundred something receiving yards, and then he's only had a hundred this year. And he didn't play one snap today. That is crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What's didn't he have one of the fastest 40 times at the combine, too? Was like yeah, it was, he had, a, he, like, Shanahan, like, he, statistical Shanahan, anomaly. Shanahan even said, like, beating the, like, preseason, like, Dante Pez can be what he is now, or he has the potential to be the best player on our team. And then, I know, he's been and it looks like publicly he is what he is just, now. like, challenging him. And he just, every time somebody challenges him, he just backs down. <laughs> it's just he's like, a real he's just, beta. No, he's seriously. A, he's a real beta. He's also a cat person, too. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, that tells you all you need to know about him. Okay. All right, moving on. Next, uh, hashtag ugly. Oh, can I say something else? Okay, go I ahead. I want to know how much money Kyler Murray paid off the NFL officials at, his, at the Combine to have him say 5'10 as his height. 
No, he, it's well documented. He's like five eight and a half. He, yeah, he looks. Yeah, small. no, five ten. He's fast though. Five ten was a, no. He he got measured again at their pro day or something. No, like no, that. he he refused he refused to measure at his pro day. He got oh, measured really? at five ten during this uh during the whatever the must have been hanging on an inversion table before he went out there just you know hung upside down really did stretched like, his spine like out ten, like a 10 hour stretching session beforehand yeah, probably oh, huge and then he was also walking around I heard he was walking around with a giant jug of water just pounding like a, like one of those crystal guys with gallons yeah so he could be listed <laughs> at 207 you know it's a hey you wow. took a risk on him Arizona so good luck with that and see how it works out for you Look at, I mean he's pretty good uh, he, he can he's got a noodle so he can or you know he can he can sling the ball around Got a noodle, huh? Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater status. <laughs> 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 oh, Dan was just moving on, moving on. Moving on. Dan was just saying how he didn't want to mention that at all in this podcast. I said no promises whatsoever. We're <laughs> like, oh man, we were long overdue, man. We're almost forty minutes in without one of those. We were long overdue for a Teddy Bridgewater mention. All right, next up, hashtag ugly. The New England Patriots win an ugly game, 17-10 to 10 over the Philadelphia Eagles. Tom Brady, fuck you, Tom, okay? When my fantasy team needed you the most, and we have Julian Edelman throw the touchdown pass. Very dang. <laughs> Very dang. We have Julian Edelman throw the goddamn touchdown pass. 26-47, 216 yards for Tom Brady. Carson Wentz, 20-40, 214 yards and a touchdown. Uh, what did Boston Scott do? I picked him up for my fantasy team, and he did absolutely dick all. Seven assists for 26 yards. He was because uh, Jordan Howard was out, so I was like, I need a running back, and it was and I panicked because it was the one o'clock games were starting, so I only had uh, six or seven running backs to choose from, and they're all second and third stringers. So I was like, I choose you, and I chose wrong, <laughs> so that hurt. It didn't sound like you had many options. No, I didn't. It hurt. Wentz totally screwed me. Yeah. Wentz and Juju, your boy. Again, there's nothing I can do when his soul leaves his body halfway through the second quarter. Sunk okay. my ship this year. <laughs> oh, I, had, I took Beckham in the second round. That sunk my ship yeah. big time this year. Mm. All right, but the New England Patriots, yes. they're a boring the, game. The, the Eagles, are they making the playoffs? No. 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 I agree okay. with that. I think I tonight was. Fair enough. Okay. Stick a fork in them. Really? We think, okay, interesting. All right, moving along. This is the game that uh, that Flam was at, hashtag town bidness. Number seven, or the Raiders win 17 to 10 over the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, congratulations to the Oakland Raiders for beating the winless Bengals. Ryan Finley, 13 <laughs> of 31, 115 yards and an interception. And the Raiders, Derek Carr, 25 of 29, 292 yards, a touchdown and interception, severely average. Uh, luckily, Josh Jacobs. Made, luckily, Josh, I was getting there. I, I started to <laughs> start off with the passing stats. Okay, Dan, sorry. Thank you for undermining me, though. That's cool. Uh, Josh Jacobs, 23 yards for, I mean, 23 carries for 112 yards. And then, yes, Derek Carr had the five carries, one yard, uh, and a touchdown. Five so, carries, one Very yard. efficient Jesus running, Christ. very efficient rushing day for Derek Carr there. Yeah. Uh, Flayed, what do you make of the Raiders since you were there? Uh, I love the fans. I had a guy that's next to me who was drunk as fuck and fell down two things of uh, seats in front of us. That was cool. What, nice. what quarter was that in? Uh, I was first. Yeah. A <laughs> <laughs> long game for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the Raiders might be the quietest 6-4 and four team ever. They were, not, were the fans concerned at all at the end of the first quarter? No, seven. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They were concerned. And then... Uh, once they once they're up seventeen ten, they're doing the whole this is what champions are made of and the whole spiel. Oh, okay, starting oh, yeah. to bite off more than they could chew. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see. You know, the Raiders might get lucky, and the Raiders might be the team that faces up against the Texans on that on that uh, Saturday afternoon ESPN game on Wild Card Weekend, in which one of those teams has to win because the other one will try and lose it. 
on primetime television. The dead Derek Carr, he's the most. He have like a, a series where he looks like one of the like one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and then he'll come out the next series and he'll be so shit the wildly bad. inconsistent. Yeah. And even though he's that would be such a bad. And you're right, it could happen. That'd be such a bad. Even though he's 25 to 29, yeah, yeah. you're going to end up with a Raiders-Texans matchup oh on Saturday on ESPN at Sean noon. Watson over Carr, that would be God. Yeah, and the Texans will move on. That'll be what happens is whoever wins that game will be like, this team is really, they're for real. We need to take <laughs> them seriously. And they're going to go up against like a, a, a Baltimore or New England and just get absolutely shit pumped the next week, right? Because we already know it's going to be Baltimore and New England in the AFC Championship game as much as it kills me to say that. It's like two of the fuck the two fucking teams I can't stand in the goddamn <laughs> NFL, and they're gonna be compete for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. All right, I don't you even know which that one, game. I don't even know which one I hate more. No, I'm boycotting football once the playoffs start. <laughs> boycotting it. Yeah, cancel the NFL. We're gonna be about. It's gonna become a strictly hockey and basketball podcast <laughs> once the season's over. If the Steelers don't make the playoffs, it's over. It's canceled. Football's canceled. All right. Uh, next up, hashtag rammed because uh, oh. it's not good if you're Chicago. It's not. It's not good. If they you're just there. got rammed. Hundred percent. Horns up the up the butthole too. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, 24-43, 190 yards, a touchdown, interception. Was also benched. Was also benched. Dan pointed that Trubisky out. Trubisky got, got benched. Yep. Chase Daniel, oh. Chase Daniel was uh, sent out to finish the game, and Chase Daniel finished that the game. That is good. Chase, Chase Daniel was sent out there to finish the game and finish the game. One of four wow. for nine yards. Was it so. Nagy's <laughs> job to come in and like fix this dude? There is no fixing Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is now actually playing his like third year of football. Okay, the, so be, the like, best thing is when you see those uh, go after the they, all the uh, fans go after the Bears saying, "Oh yeah, I guess who was drafted after Mitch Trubisky?" And they give read off Deshaun Watson and Pat Mahomes. But you <laughs> notice you notice with those you notice with those uh, graphics, they always put up a like, touchdown to interception ratio or like passing yards, but then they always throw up wins. And that's the one thing <laughs> that they throw in there to make sure that Trubisky. It's like, hey, they didn't to make him even. Deserving a spot on right, television right. Yeah, next like, to them. Uh, well, there's no reason why we should be throwing him in the same graphic. Wait a minute, he's won almost as much as these guys, so we'll let him go. It's he's got more like, than Mahomes. God, it's it's embarrassing. Yeah, Jared Goff, 11 of 18, 173 yards in interception. Uh, this is another one where I'm just not. I mean, they're close to writing him off. They're like <sighs> in the Philly boat. Not not the Rams, not the Rams. Jared Goff. It's just Jared oh, Goff God. is it's very scary. It's very scary. You don't know what you're getting with Jared Goff. I don't know what the league has figured small out. Small hands, small hands. Well, it's, <laughs> you know, it's not a big hose either. So oh. you know. Todd Gurley, 20, <laughs> twenty-five <laughs> reported. That's just what we see on film. All right. So uh, Todd Gurley, twenty-five carries, ninety-seven yards, and a touchdown. Malcolm Brown, five carries, fifteen yards, and a touchdown. Twenty-five carries. It's clear, is he back? It, right? Yeah. Well, this was the the cortisone shot worked for the arthritis this <laughs> game, and then he was able to go. We don't know if he's. Have they ever it. said what's actually wrong? With he's got arthritis in his knee. That's what it is. Pretty much knee arthritis. Yeah. He's he ran three hard years at the University of Georgia in the SEC, and then yeah. and then he was with the Rams, where he averaged what. Uh, this is his fifth or sixth year in the league. Sixth year in the league. Sixth year in the league, and I think he's averaged. I think he averages close to almost thirty carries a game. So no. there's a Seriously? Yahweh. He, they put up like a stat in tonight's game saying That's like he has the most car- he has the most touches and most yards since 2015. I'm gonna take yeah. a look at this right now. In his career, he's got he's got a thousand one thousand one hundred seventy one rushing attempts for five thousand seventy two yards. 53 touchdowns. So he averages about 4.3 yards a carry, which is good. But, I mean, at the same time, it's just like, dude, he's getting beat up. He's going to beat the shit. And uh, there's going to be no Todd Gurley left for the Rams. And they invested all that money into him. So they've had to – they've really had to load manage him 
in the beginning of the year, so that way they can start to utilize it towards the push here, and it's gonna. And that's what they've been doing. Yeah. It's gonna pay off for them because they're uh, because they're they're six and four right now. They're not necessarily done, but I think they're one of the more fraudulent uh, NFC teams. Uh, that's for certain. All right, fellas, what's the uh, what are the hashtags could possibly be for the uh, for tomorrow night's Chiefs Chargers game, which I think is happening in Mexico City. It's Mexico City. I believe so, if I'm correct. Hashtag Fiesta. Hashtag Fiesta. Okay. Could be a big party down there. Uh, who wins? I go with Chiefs. Oh, okay, Dan. Chiefs by. What's lot. the hashtag? Blowout. Hashtag blowout, huh? All right. Interesting. I heard a. I'm, I told you, I'm done with Philip Rivers, and I'm absolute, done with the Chargers. <laughs> it's. I think it's possible. Billy brings this up every time we talk about the Chargers. Uh, you know, whether it be through text or, or, or on podcast, whenever he's on. Are the Chargers cursed? Is there a curse on the Chargers? They're legit. Not even just because they left San Diego, but just you look at the body of work back when they were in San Diego. Ever since Junior Seau RIP killed himself, and then Ladanian Tomlinson quit on the oh, team that in Marty New England. Oh, that Marty Schottenheimer fired. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, that's ever since they got rid of Schottenheimer and they blew up that team that that was in New that England. Was that was that was ready to yeah, give yeah, it yeah. to New England, and then LT's MVP, right? And yeah. then quit on him. Yeah, they quit on themselves in New England. And then the rest of it just been downhill from there. There's it seems like every year that you go into a training camp with the Chargers, there's at least four or five of them that are down with some knee or shoulder Derwin issue. James done for the year. Derwin James yeah. is done with his ACL. You had Verrett who was done with a knee for a while. You had Hunter Henry who couldn't stay healthy. Who else am I thinking of? There's somebody else on their defense. Bosa, I'm pretty sure. Didn't Bosa, Bosa have an issue? Bosa, yeah, Melvin well, Ingram didn't start. Melvin went, Ingram had the holdout. When they drafted Bosa, he didn't even play for like the first ten games. It was yeah. a contract thing. Yeah, so it's just it, it it's a not I don't know if it's poorly run or if it's just they really just have shit luck and it's just unfortunate because it's it could be shit. It's shit one of those teams where it's like I do want to cheer. Well, yeah, but it's like I do want to cheer for that team. Like it's not it, they're not a bad team. You know what I'm saying? Like the Chargers. Are like I feel like the Chargers are like that that friend in the group that you have that you're like you never really you're never like su- either super pumped to see or you're never like really pissed <laughs> off to see mm-hmm. like you know it's just like oh the Chargers are here all right for sure now we got another head let's go all right that's for sure you're throwing down on drinks tonight let's go you know it's like I'm not I'm not excited to see the Chargers I'm not afraid to see the Chargers either so it's, they're there and it's unfortunate because right now they're not there so it's like hey we missed you and they're at four and six too which is crazy because it's like you could be there you win this and you're five and six Chiefs are at six and five. But then the Raiders are sitting atop of that division, and all of a sudden it's like nothing. Well, the makes Raiders sense. are six and five too. Six right? and four. So, oh. yeah, I think we'll be done with bye weeks after next week. Everybody should be caught up after this yeah, week. If, there's, if the, this uh, week there's like five or six teams on bye. Yeah, we have Chiefs, a full slate of games if next week. The Chiefs week. lose. I think it, no, they're tied for first in the AL or not AL ASC West, right? Wait, right. what'd you say? If Ra- the Chiefs, yeah, they'd be tied yeah, with the Raiders. Yeah, if the Chiefs lose tomorrow. Week twelve buys. Let's see who's got. I know the Vikings are on the bye. Nobody. Nobody's on by. What? Vikings are not playing next week. For the Vikings. It doesn't it doesn't say that Oh, okay, excuse me. Cardinals, Chiefs, Chargers, and Vikings. There you go. So that's the yeah, the final bye week is week twelve. And then week thirteen everybody should be we should be good to go. I'm looking yeah, there's no Jesus. And we start the uh we start oh, we start Damn <laughs> 140 yards. Oh, uh, looking at the highlights. Yeah. yeah. I think that's gotta be the fastest of the Seriously. I think he might be passing Brita. He was moving. Was I was crazy. watching that live. He was moving. He's got kicking scoot. All right, so let's move on to uh, it's almost I mean, well it's at the point now where if we're looking at the standings, there's some teams that just stand no fucking chance in hell, and there's teams that are on the fringe. We're gonna tell you who's dead, who's done, who has no chance of making the playoffs here. Cue the music. 
Okay, so we're going to start off with AFC. These are teams that are dead. They stand absolutely no chance of coming back whatsoever. I, I, we're gonna, unfortunately, we're going to have to start, even though I was talking about them and I was saying good things about them, you know, being poised for a 7-9 season, you're still dead. So the Miami Dolphins, I think it's safe to say, RIP, good night, thanks for playing. Might as well just start playing Josh Rosen right now. Actually, no, keep playing Fitzpatrick, otherwise you won't make the 7-9 season. So just make sure you keep that up. Uh, the New York Jets. There's still a I would argue, I would argue, let's just take a look at their schedule real quick. Uh, the Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Ravens, Steelers, Bills. There's some wins in there. There's, There's no. some wins, but I, but ultimately probably what, poised for 7-9, 8-8? Eight eight? No. I'm no. Maybe like 6. 6-10. Six okay, so the Jets are done. We're, done. We're yeah, RIP to the Jets. Thank you for playing. You can tank for next year. All right, uh, the... Los Angeles Chargers of Anaheim. So are we <laughs> uh, of Carson? Excuse me. So that'd be the the LAC, the LACC. Los Angeles Chargers of Carson. Uh, mm -hmm. Are they are they still are they still alive? Or are we waiting? Are we postponing this inevitable burial until after Monday night? You gotta give them one more. One more you game give them tomorrow. So they have to play the Chiefs. Okay, that division's tight. The, the Broncos. Tight, tight. Uh, Denver. Denver's done. Yeah. R.I.P. to Denver. Thank you for playing. I don't even know who your quarterback is. I couldn't tell you anything about him. So. I had no do idea. Do you think Vic Fangio is a one-and-done coach? No, 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 no. Because he's white, so he'll be around oh. for next year. So it's 100% that's the reason why. <laughs> and their uh, quarterback got hurt. So he's yeah, got an exactly. excuse. Yeah, and then his other quarterback was Joe Flacco. So, I mean, look, <laughs> I mean, look at how long Jim Harbaugh – uh, yeah, what is it? J no, John Harbaugh's last in the league with uh, Joe Flacco as his quarterback. All right, get out of here. Uh, Cleveland Browns, 4-6. Four 4-6. and, six. Four and six. I would argue. I would argue. But you want to wait. You want to wait until they play this – because next week, who do the Browns have? They have a cupcake. Their, their best players are for the year. They have a cupcake. They play the Dolphins next week, but like they could get stunned. If they lose to the Dolphins, they're for sure done. But we'll I think give them a week. I think this is wait and see until they if play you, the Steelers again. If you lose again. the Dolphins, your season's already They play the cut. Steelers in two weeks, I'm just saying. I'm not saying the Steelers Ooh. are going to be dirty, but that's going to be a revenge game where you got to make sure you handle business there. So if the Browns ain't in dead Pittsburgh. this week, in Pittsburgh. Very important detail there. So Cleveland, you survive for right now. You're, we're putting the noose around you, but you're not necessarily dead. This is Cincinnati. Oh, and no chance of a zombie. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> they There's were a, no resurrection with they this were, team. They were 100% uh, eliminated today. First team to be mathematically yeah. eliminated from. They're done. See you. Goodbye. Sick of working them. The Tennessee Titans at five and five. Sports Center just had them on the in the hunt graphic. So I said de facto they're still there. That's a team that's going to finish eight and eight. But I still think that could win that division Ave as Mar before. Ave Maria. Mariota, Tannehill. Oh, the double. Yeah, you got two quarterbacks. You got too many. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at four and six. Are they done? Got a pause. Got a pause for wait a on them because yeah. of Nick Foles. Okay, so Didn't he, he played today. He, he did. He, he, we talked about that. Sorry, all goes over my head. Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so the AFC teams that are de uh, done: Miami, the Jets, Denver, and Cincinnati. So the only team is, is at AFC South that we just have no idea what's going on there. All right, uh, moving on now: the five and five Eagles. I say they're still mathematically alive, so that's another they're way. They're only a game back. Yeah, right. right? Um, well, I mean, they play the Seahawks, which they could drop another one, but then they play the Dolphins and Giants, and then the the Washington, the, the R-Words. So they, they play Dolphins, Giants, R-Words, Cowboys, probably lose that game. Then they, they finish off with the Giants. So the e the Eagles are still a chance that they could deceive that's you. a favorable schedule. And be a late runner. Okay. The uh, New York Giants, I think that's just obvious. They've been done. See Goodbye. Night, night. <laughs> uh, okay, the Washington R-Words, that's done. Goodbye. Just cancel that football team forever. Just cancel culture. All right, and then we have the uh, we have the Los Angeles Rams. They're still technically alive, over 500, so we won't eliminate them. The Cardinals at 3-7-1. and one. 
Is that fair? Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye to the Cardinals. They stand no chance there. Music ran out, but we're not done yet, so it's okay. Uh, the Chicago Bears at four and six. You just benched your quarterback on national television on a Sunday night game, and uh, I think you're done. Stick a fork in them. Yeah, the Packers at eight and two, and Minnesota at eight and three. That's pretty nice. The Lions at three six and one. As long as See ya. I already told you what I thought about the Lions. <laughs> if Jeff Driscoll's your starting quarterback, your place for could have made this week this list in week one for me. <laughs> <laughs> the Panthers at five and five. The way they've been losing, I want to. I, I honestly want to cancel. I want to write them off. But they're still they're a 500 team. They're still technically there. But I think it, you know what's going to happen here, fellas, is the South is going to be so bad that you're going to get. You could possibly get three teams from the West, and then you just get the Saints and the the winner of the NFC. No, you won't get a team from the so West. So the I North's got two for yeah, yeah. sure. I just contradict myself. Whatever. So. Yeah, you're going to get two out of the north, you're going to get one out of the south, and then you'll for sure get you could get Maybe. three out of you could get three out of the west end if you got two yeah, out of the north. Yeah. No, because two out of the east. You couldn't yeah, get two yeah. out of the north. You'd have to get one out of the east. I've totally blocked off a division. My bad. My screen wasn't big enough. You're going to get one out of the east, one two out of the west, two out of the north, and you one could. out of the south. Yeah, yeah. So, but as of right now the Panthers are doing just enough to dis- to to trick us into thinking that they belong there. The Falcons Boys for nine and seven, but I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that's gonna win the division, especially with the Saints at eight and two. So Atlanta, that's a team that we could RIP. Yeah, too dead. little, too late. They're dead. And Agreed. then Tam- Tampa Bay. It doesn't matter if your glass is half full or half empty. You're dead. You're dead. Mike Evans has got to be sick. Of t- I feel bad for Mike Evans. That's a t- that's a wasted. He looked upset today. That's a yeah. wasted time that or wasted tenure there in Tampa Bay that Mike Evans has had. It's unfortunate. So. All right, so those are the teams that are dead. If you're a fan of these franchises, I'm sorry, maybe next year, but that's I feel like we say that often with these franchises. Uh, Miami, New York, the Jets, the Broncos. Out of those teams that are out, which one do you think is the best, brightest future? Out of these guys, right now, I'd say as currently constituted, you could make arguments for the Jets. You could make arguments for both New York teams. And maybe the Falcons, but I don't. Yeah, I the agree Arizona's that. offensive line is still really bad. Miami is, they don't have a quarterback. Denver, I don't know what to make of them offensively. Cincinnati has so many needs. Chicago put all their chips in the wrong basket there with Trubisky. Tampa Bay is perpetually awful. Detroit, no chance in hell. <laughs> and Chicago, What lies have I told? What lies have I told? Chicago's like they haven't, they haven't paid. They never had a, never had to pay Trubisky. They haven't paid him, right? He says. Well, that's that true. Longer. I think he's on his rookie contract, but I'm still. He made the wrong decision. Yeah, you true. wasted. You yeah. wasted a second. When, again, when it, when it's always going to be followed with that, you could have drafted Patrick Mahomes or or Deshaun Watson, and you went with Mitchell Trubisky, that's your fault. It's You're on your own. Now you're stuck with Chase Daniel as your quarterback that's out there to close out games. But in Washington and Arizona, while I think that they have young quarterbacks that could be promising, everything else about that franchise is just poo-poo, so it's just, you know, it's not going to help them out, and, the, and they're not setting those guys up for success. So that's why I say de facto, it's got to be the two New York teams in Atlanta, I think. I agree yeah. with that. New York's got yeah. a good defense. It's Darnold that needs to, you know, oh, stop seeing ghosts while you're out there. Get your shit together. All right, so that'll do it for uh, the the uh, the burial segment. I don't even know what we call that anymore. Just put them to rest. All right. I like the burials. Week week eleven power rankings right now.
week 11 power rankings following a fantastic weekend in the NFL NFL season I guess if your team won mine didn't so I don't know how fantastic it is really uh, power rankings you want me to tell you I'm gonna be ranking I know how they did Dan thank you very much uh, power rankings I will be ranking the top five all-time Batman characters as portrayed in Hollywood I think we the real first quick, real, just yes I'm sure you're gonna say it but the actual character or like the actor portraying yeah, Batman okay. the actor yeah. portraying oh, Batman the actor just Batman yes just oh, Batman okay. so I think first things first we need to address who is the all-time worst at this George Clooney you may have been successful and blessed with great genetics and done great things with your life and oceans. See the one with the, the nipples? He was the worst. <laughs> he was the worst Batman. Was that the Batman with the nipples? I'm looking it up right now. There was one uh, Batman cut that literally had nipples on it. Yeah, it's uh, it's Batman and Robin. That's the one with uh, Chris O'Donnell was in that movie, but it's the one with uh, Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's actually not a bad movie. Schwarzenegger was in it, but he's a terrible <laughs> but Batman. He's bad, but he's a bad Batman, so that's the problem there. So Poison uh, Ivy makes number five. Number five have to start off with uh, Ben Affleck. I haven't seen the Batman Wait, versus not Superman. George Clooney? No. George Clooney's the worst. Like, he doesn't even make the top oh, five. Okay, He's okay. just de facto the worst yeah, Batman yeah, of all yeah, time. In there, yeah. yeah. That was Clooney's Batman, the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> it's confirmed. <laughs> Thank you, our anatomy expert. Whether it's on noodles or nipples, we gotta finally deflect the plan. <laughs> Dude, they're like razor sharp, too. <laughs> They're weapons in themselves. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm going to gouge her right <laughs> now. All right. Uh, yeah, he's just excited to fight crime. So number <laughs> number five is Ben Affleck. I haven't it's seen like a Spidey the, sense. I haven't <laughs> seen the Batman or the Superman Batman versus Superman movies, but I've heard that it's all right. And just for the purposes of the list and not putting George Clooney on here, Ben Affleck, you're de facto number five. He's Congratulations. Five, yep. uh, number four, you got to pay homage, homage to one of the OGs to do it, Adam West. Adam West was a fantastic Batman. That was back when they'd do the punch, and all of a sudden there'd be the cartoonist, kapow, yeah. that they'd pop up on the screen and whatnot. So, um, you know, stuff was clearly bad, and they were working with what they could back in the day. But Adam West, de facto, um, de facto number list. four on the, on the list of, of my power rankings for Batman. Uh, number three, Michael Keaton. So he was wow. in Batman, 1989 Batman. Wow. Yes, 1992 Batman. This is a controversial rankings here. So... Michael Keaton, I think, is one of the OG Batman. When you think about it, him and uh, Jack Nicholson, or yeah, that's Jack Nicholson. like that's people's. That's the Batman. That's people's the Batman, right? But that's my number three Batman. Okay. So I just, you know, it's a, uh, it, you know, it's what it is. It is what it is. Uh, number two, number two. This is gonna shake things up here. Christian Bale. Mm. Christian Bale in the Dark Knight. So Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Christian Bale does a great job as Batman. The only thing I don't like about Christian Bale's Batman is, uh, you know, <laughs> is the way he talks when he's Batman, right? Because he's when he's Bruce Wayne, everything's fine. But then now we're gonna fight the streets of criminal justice and get after the Joker. And it's just, what is that voice? Have like, you seen that what? college humor thing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? When they pick on Batman, they pick <laughs> yeah, on his Batman. Right. You gotta look that up. That's funny. They pick on his Batman because that's exactly how he talks. It's just it's I, so funny. It really is. I mean, otherwise, a great performance. You know, I love those three the movies. movies yeah. The movies are fantastic. Yes, and he does a great job of Batman. The only problem is that in The Dark Knight, uh, that's the one with that's the one with Heath Ledger, right? Or is that yeah? The, uh, Heath Ledger's only on the screen for twenty minutes, and he completely steals all of his shine. So that's why he's number two for me is because you can't be the Batman 
and have your shine taken by a guy who, in a movie that's about two and a half hours long, is only on screen for 20 minutes, yet does a, such a fantastic job. He's only on screen for 20 minutes? Only on screen for a total yeah. like the, 20, the, the 22 minutes. The crazy thing is, that, that's interesting you say that now that I think about it. In both those movies, not the first one, but Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, it's debatable that the villain's the bigger, like, star. That is true, yes. Like, even, I mean, Bane, when he, yep, when yep. everyone Tom was like, holy shit, shit, look at Bane. Yeah, so it's just, uh, but still, great movies, and, and, yeah, so that's why Christian Bale's number two. And number one, this is controversial. This is very, very controversial. Uh, fans of Batman Forever will agree with me. Val Kilmer, number one Batman, 1995, Look it up, okay? Jim Carrey is the Riddler. No. Tommy Lee Jones is Two-Face. You got Nicole Kidman being a fucking smoke show in that movie. And and then you just got Val Kilmer just holding it down. Was now, she Catwoman? No. She, uh, not critically acclaimed uh, very much by... I'm actually looking up who... She's uh, Dr. Chase Meridian. She's okay. a psychologist. Sexy psychologist. Uh, so... In a 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 39% on Rod. I'm Tomatoes. sorry, I'm sorry. This is the one that has the nipples. This yeah, is, I got that one wrong. <laughs> this is the Clooney's did not have nipples. This one has nipples. <laughs> this one gone up my chart now. Chris, O'Don- Chris O'Donnell as the as a Robin from the Flying Trapezes. It's just a, it's like a so like a pseudo like 90s like dramatized 90s movie that it's just is this so the one Ar- you just said you said Arnold Schwarzenegger was in this one no Arnold Schwarzenegger's in the Clooney one okay. this is Tommy Lee Jones's Two-Face and you got Jim Carrey as the Riddler and Mr. Freeze that's wrong movie but yeah that's him that's the wrong wrong movie thank you You're uh but yeah this is a fantastic movie i encourage everybody to watch Batman Forever just enjoy it there's just one scene where their uh, Chris O'Donnell's family dies. Spoiler alert! And so that's how he becomes, you know, like Robin. And he's there at this this circus event that that uh, Val Kilmer's at, you know, as uh, Bruce Wayne. Then Two Face shows up and he blet- threatens to blow the entire thing up. And Val Kilmer, you can tell he's trying. That's to a good re- man. I like the list. He's trying like real hard, real hard to be super serious and stoic in this role. Harvey. I'm Batman. As he just shouts it out in front of the entire circus, like, yes, that's exactly what Batman would do, was give away his identity. And then Jim Carrey ends up going fucking insane in the movie. So it's I highly recommend you check out Batman Forever. And it's also the movie, it's also the movie that ends with Seal's Kiss from a Rose. So boom, put that on there, tantalize your taint. It's a great fucking movie. All right, so that is the power rankings of actors that have portrayed Batman the worst by far. Just ignore it. Don't ever watch this movie. Just burn it. Or if you do, just just know that George Clooney fucking sucks as Batman. Uh, number five, Ben Affleck. Number four, Adam West. Number three, Michael Keaton. Number two, Christian Bale. Number one, the one and only Val Kilmer, who we do not appreciate enough, by the way. Got very fat, though. Got very fat. Look up a picture of Val Kilmer right now. He's fat. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Val, get back into fighting shape. All right. Now it's time for some winners and losers of recent sporting headlines. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. Winners and losers from recent sporting headlines. I have down here, fellas, first off, Tua Tagovailoa. That's just unfortunate. Broken hip, same injury that cost Bo Jackson his career. Uh, When you look at the optics of it. Similar. Similar, true, oh, not the same. I mean, yeah. And it's uh, it's three, three years of well, I guess two and a two and a quarter because he was hurt for a little bit too. But two and a quarter years of free football that they that the University of Alabama got out of him. I don't know um, if he's got an insurance or anything, but uh, 
if you're like the team like the Dolphins, who your slogan was tank for Tua, you know, if you were in on the tank for Tua movement, like now what, you know? Because an LSU quarterback now. Well, Joe Burrow, that's true. But then who's left? Who's left? At least Burrow. At least Tua would have. Tua was going to be de facto number one, and Joe Burrow would have been a great uh, consolation prize. And now it's an Oregon quarterback. Herbert, you think he's really that good? Somebody had him in the top five. Someone else on there too. Yeah. I mean, Herbert's will, been coming back up the ranks. There will be two or three quarterbacks that just pop up during bowl season where it's just like, well, you should have been watching these guys all year. And it's like, yeah. well, I'm sorry, I'm not fucking watching the Mac. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm not doing, you know. There's or, some guy like around playing some like weird Paxton school, Lynch. Like no, get out of here. Okay. But there no, will Paxton be. Paxton also said they, nobody knew he was Nelson Bulls. Oh, okay. Like, oh, watch Memphis. And then he like, I don't need that right now. now. There will be a Memphis. There will be a quarterback out of the American. Yeah. That, that all of a sudden people are just like, you should have been watching them all year. And it's just like, the American plays games on Friday fucking night at 6 o'clock in the evening when I'm doing other stuff. You know, like I'm not watching American Athletic Conference football or, or any sports from the American Athletic Conference for that matter unless they're in a bowl game. So, because I don't know what to make of that conference. I don't even bet that conference. I stay away from it. It's not healthy. It's not Oof. good for you. All right. Next up on the winners-losers list, Carmelo Anthony signing a one-year 2.2 non-guaranteed deal with Portland. Does he make it to Christmas? Yeah. You think he makes it to One month? He's only got to make it a month. How about All-Star break? That's mid-February. Does Carmelo make it to the All-Star break? What do you mean, like, like... Is he still on the roster? Yeah. Is he still on the active roster come come February? Yeah. Okay. Minutes is a question. Yes. We'll see what happens with his minutes. He needs to he needs to just openly accept the fact that he's got to be a bench player. There's guys that he go. He knows out. he's got to be coming off the bench. There's right? got there's there are, there are guys that do it so not gracefully. You know, you look at like uh, an Allen Iverson who just didn't know how to sit back and accept the fact that he's transitioning and, and aging and like. You, well, you know, those two played together. Well, that's okay. And then, but then you look at somebody like Vince Carter who's done it textbook. Who's been in, this is now his twentieth year. Dude's played in three different decades of basketball. And he's transitioned into each one of them, knowing I'm the young phenom, I'm the yeah. I'm the clutch guy that you can look for. All right, I'm one of the top contributors on the team. Now I'm an aging vet that can only you know give so much, but I can still help the team win a little bit. So that's what I'm curious: Does Carmelo know that he's on that back end of aging vet? This is it. This is it. You may be able to get one more contract if you play the game the right way. When's and you your sh- debut? And you show that you could be a. I think I don't know. Well, that's a good question. When when's the Trailblazers next game? Trailblazers. Because have they said if he's gonna come off the bench or not? Oh, he's gonna have to. That's what I'm saying. He's got no choice. So they play the Rockets tomorrow at five o'clock. Oh man, that'd be sweet. We'll see. It's either gonna be tomorrow or Thursday because Thursday they play Milwaukee at five, or they could hold on. No, they're in the middle of a road trip, so they gotta they, uh, they'd have to wait until the 27th to start him at home. And you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna you're not gonna. Melo's not from Portland, so it's not important that you start him. At, you know, at home, be his first game. But it'd be interesting to see how that works out because, I don't know, it just it seems like it's just, it's done. We've been there, done that with the Carmelo Anthony stuff, you know? So, all right, how about this, guys, next up on the winners-losers list. Did you see Christian Yelich and you Darvish were going back and forth mm, on it on I the did. Twitter? I did. Yes. I didn't. Yeah. Okay, so. Baseball. <laughs> they were, uh, so there's a whole controversy about the Astros stealing signs, right? Okay. And the whole banging on a trash can and. That's it's, uh, one of my favorite memes, actually, about the Mason Rudolph thing. Was Miles Garrett was just trying to let the Astros know that a fastball was coming. Because there's, <laughs> there's the rumor that they were smacking a trash can to let him know what type of pitch was coming. And so now uh, somebody went and they looked at some Brewers footage, and they said, why were the Brewers looking out in left center? Typically, you'll be looking at a pitcher when you're facing him. 
in this game, it looked like a lot of the Brewers were looking out left center. So they were thinking that there was a monitor or something out there where people were able to kind of signify like, hey, this is the type of pitch. You mean the batter? The batter was able to look at the bullpen. The bullpen had binoculars out there, and they were just stealing signs and giving giving a signal for like, hey, an off-speed pitch was coming or you know, and so you Darvish was was tweeting people and saying this is. I thought something was suspicious with them. That's why I was stepping off the mound so much in that game. And it's true. There are clips where it's like you come set. It looks like he's about to take a, select a pitch, and then he steps off for whatever reason. And he did it a lot in that game. And then it turns out that he thought that the the Brewers were stealing signs out in center field. So now that the Astros stuff has come to light. I think we're going to hear a lot of random stories about teams that supposedly do it. I want to get your That's take. Pretty on it. creative. I want to get your take Both on it though. <laughs> Stealing signs is like a part of baseball, right? Like you got to change up your, you got to change up your thing. And I, I talked with Tim about this on the last podcast. So that's like from the guy on base or something. But yeah, if you get some, and yeah. think about how many times somebody's on second well, base where they could steal a sign. Was right. it, was it from the dugout? Or I thought it was the bullpen. The bullpen was okay. for, was for, uh, games? for no, no, no. This was for uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Was they were looking at their bullpen in left oh, center, okay. right? The Astros were just flat out just supposedly banging on a drum in the dugout. <laughs> like, they had somebody in center field who was watching, With a radio, radioing yeah, into yeah. the dugout, and then they were just boom, 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 you know, and that's just that's so ridiculous to think of. But <laughs> yeah. It's shocking to me that, that that no one's, like, noticed that somebody's holding a handheld device in their hand, how many cameras are around Well, there. that, and it's just, like, I'm totally fine with stealing signs without technology. That's a part yeah. of the game. That's on you. If I notice, if I'm sitting in the dugout and I notice that there's a certain cadence that you do or a certain thing that you go to as a base coach and you're signifying and then I can figure all right they gave you the sign to steal right here so be looking for that you know maybe like pick them up that's fine but once you're sitting there using a camera like trying to cheat yeah, you know only at home games right he was like hidden somewhere yeah that's the thing is a lot of these guys they it's did it so at home crazy. games and the the guys fears who was on the A's and whatever team he was on after when they would go to Houston he'd warn these guys he'd just be like hey like I was in Houston we used to do this stuff, like, they'll steal your signs right there at the plate, like, be, be Has careful. anyone from the Astros come out and say, we, this is not true? I don't know. Nobody's not really. No, yeah, you can't, I haven't noticed you can't because you're in the middle of an investigation, and that's just, that's incriminating. So, that's that, and it's a win, I don't know, it's kind of win-loss there because it's now it's just kind of turned into a bitching match between uh, between Twitter, or guys on Twitter, you know. So, uh, next up on the winners-losers list, I have Chris Dabbs Porzingis, returning to MSG, and uh, he got booed hard, and he didn't like it. That's too bad. They lost 106-103. to 103. Chris Tapps in 33 minutes had 20 points, 11 rebounds, and an assist. Uh, again, the Knicks topped the Mavericks, though, in MSG. So long-term, I think Chris Tapps is better off for going to Dallas. He's going to be at a better organiza- a better run organization, and he's going to be playing with Luka. But uh, the Knicks, it's good for the Knicks that they, they got somebody. How many New York Knicks could you name right now? R.J. Barrett. Okay, give me somebody besides R.J. Taj Gibson. Okay, that's Julius Randle. Three. That's all oh, I got. I you guys don't have anybody else? No? If I say a name like... Dennis Wayne, Smith. Wayne, Smith. Dennis Smith Jr. Yep, there's four. Marcus Morris. Okay. Frank Nikita. Whatever, uh, yeah, that, whatever yeah. the rookie's name or whatever the dude's name is. Uh, Bobby Portis. <laughs> Kevin Knox. Oh, yeah. And here you go. Wayne Ellington. Still in the league. I had no idea. Still in the league. That. Yeah, very fun fact there. So That's a uh, bad team. The Knicks are fucked. So that's why, yeah, Porzingis, it sucks that you had the jitters come back to MSG, but you'll be playing at MSG for a long time, man. You'll be going back there and visiting, and you'll be tearing it up. So I'm not really too worried about it. Uh, good for the Knicks. Good for good for uh, Porzingis. At least he, he started out with the jitters. Uh, all right, next up I have Paul George finally returned. Mm. 
So the Clippers, let me pull up that box score real quick. The uh, oh, shit, dude, almost burped. The Clippers played the Hawks and they dropped 150 points on them. <laughs> so the Clippers won 150 to 101. Uh, Paul that is George such a beatdown. In 20 minutes, he had 37 points, four rebounds, three assists. They did it all without Kawhi Leonard. And they haven't played together yet, right? Yeah, Lou Will had 25 points. Jerome Robinson had 21. Uh, Trey Young, the Hawks had 20 points. Uh, in 29 minutes, but again, 150 points to 101. I'm not ready to crown the Clippers. He's had like 70 points in his first two games back, Paul George. Yeah, was that his? Was that his second game? That back was his second it? game back. First because game at first game at. Oh, it was in New Staples. Orleans. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was in New Orleans, and they lost 132 to 127. No, that was first PG's first game at. at yeah, State yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. 33 points in the loss to the Pelicans yeah, in 24 minutes. So. He lightened it up. He's come back fine from the shoulder surgery, so that's going to make it look they like a freezing, with a freezing cold take on my part when I said I oh, just watch out for him because <laughs> he's coming. Well, he did have two shoulder surgeries on each shoulder, so it's like, all right, I think I'm, I'm, think I'm in the clear here by saying like, okay, I don't know if he's going to be a hundred percent here with his fucking shoulder surgeries. It's kind of necessary for that. So, uh, I, I guess I was wrong. One of the few times it happens. Yeah. So that, yeah. that, that, and the uh, Connor McGregor. Again, one of the few times it happens. If you and then at the same time calling the Niner is, the Giants is, wild card winners. The thing or is, the thing is, is that I've only been wrong so many times that it's easy to remember all these because I was loud <laughs> wrong. But all the other times I'm right, it's just like oh, it's you were you were you were riding those those takes for a good like two I months. Did, I had to ride every hard. day I tweeting did. about it. Yep, <laughs> I had to let you know where I exactly firmly stood. Okay, and it's just you know, if it weren't for the Cardinals' ineptitude this afternoon, I would have been singing a different tune at the start of this podcast, saying, "Oh." Well, all of a sudden, I started looking like the crazy guy at the beginning of the season, but uh, well, one more, but they got one nine more win and one, let one more win than nine and seven predictions kind of out the window too. Exactly, I did. I said <laughs> I said seven and nine, nine and seven, right around that area. So yeah, we'll see. What were they down? What were they down today? Sixteen points. Sixteen zero. Mm. Mm. Credit, right. credit to me. I said ten and six. Credit to me. I said ten and six. Credit to me. Yeah. <laughs> They're passing that up, too. Oh, yeah. Getting more than one. Hopefully. Win. Hopefully. Yeah, you're not 100% sure. All right, now it's time to wrap up the show. I'm not 100% sure because they, they haven't happened yet. With the pop culture. Don't get smart. <laughs> with the pop culture update. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. Uh, you guys on Disney Plus? You guys on the Disney Plus hype? Ooh, not yet. I'm no. trying to check that out. Though. What I was I was talking to my girl. What would humble be, brag? What would <laughs> no? What would be about Disney Plus? Yeah, that's real <laughs> hot and heavy. <laughs> uh, what would be the first show you put on? For Disney Plus and chill. Yeah. yeah. For Disney Plus and chill, what would be the first one I put on? Uh, Moana? No. <laughs> uh, no, I have no idea what I put on. Sleeping it's, Beauty. No, it's got to be like a Disney Channel movie is what I'm thinking. Oh, oh, I know. Uh, the one with Shia LaBeouf um, from way back in the day. Um, movie? Oh, it's on the movies. It was even the, Stevens. Even Stevens. <laughs> yeah, even Stevens. <laughs> That's a good show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Beans. <laughs> put on Kim Possible. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it would be. <laughs> I have no. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. I I don't know what's on there, Although so you, I wouldn't know. You but. could bundle it with Hulu, 
ESPN yeah. Plus and Nat Geo. Maybe you put on some Nat Geo graphic, right? Absolutely. You just get not. some mating call, <laughs> mating call of some bird while you're on there doing your own mating call. How about that? Are <laughs> <laughs> you trying Disney Plus to chill with some Nat Geo? Mm. This, is a, this is a basic instinct, a basic animal instinct. <laughs> God, they won again. The domesticated male needs to assert his dominance. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up on the pop culture update. Dude, fucking Kanye West, dude. I don't even know what to make of this guy anymore. It's, wasn't that your boy at one point, Flan? Weren't you a Kanye West? You were, weren't you a Kanye West guy? Yeah, back in like, from like 2007 um, like to like, actually, I think it's the Life of Pablo was the last Disavowed. Album, like, we talked about the, What? Disavowed. Disavowed. That's what Kanye is. What do you mean? We talked about what? We talked about that, I thought. We're all kind of the same same era Kanye fans. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Uh, Kanye West opened up about his his uh, serving God during his visit to uh, Joel Osteen's church. He said the only superstar is Jesus, and uh, he also held his uh, oh, his Sunday service. So, did you ever listen to his uh, interview that he had on uh, Apple Music? Absolutely not. Oh, oh well, wow. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of done with Kanye as an individual. I don't need to know what he has to say because he's pretty much he's pretty out of touch with. He's acting like he's an enlightened one, and I don't like that. So I don't, and I don't get what he's saying. Maybe he's thinking that his music's too sophisticated. He's too sophisticated as an individual. That he's just like uh, much smarter than. He's kind of going else. down that Antonio Brown path. Also, <laughs> dude, it makes you wonder, man. I mean, he ain't never really been the same since his mom passed away, which is unfortunate because I know that could, like, you know, that'll affect somebody. But it's just that his it, mom passed away in '07, right? Some it was it was a while ago, and that's what I'm saying. It's just been different ever since then. And then the whole like. Amber Rose thing too, like all of that. Just it's been a while. But Kanye gave us a lot of different eras of hip hop too. Like he contributed not eras, but just like styles and sounds of hip hop no too. Doubt. So no. there's there's a certain level of genius. I respect the producer that is Kanye because you know not everybody locks themselves in their room for I think what is it? It was I I forget if it was five for three or three for five. If it was I think it was three straight summers for three straight months, he would just lock himself in his production room and crank out five beats a day. So he has like this catalog of beats. Like he's one of the he's one of the better producers to sample, right? Like you get guys like Ninth Wonder's a great sample sample produce maker, you know, like a, a great producer that takes samples and, and can mix them. Uh, Kanye's another one like that too. So like I respect the musical um, bona fides that he has and the work that he's put in. But just now when he goes to open up his mouth and thinks that he's saying some prolific ass shit, it's just like you're not. It's a whole lot of nothing. One of the al- one of the reviews I heard about his gospel album was it sounds like a gospel album about nothing, like it's it comes off as more more self righteous than it is. Like what are you trying to say in your music? And it says he's not saying anything. It's just all this big, you know, like make it seem like you know this is New Age Church. This is what New Age Church is. So I don't know if you guys share the same sentiment on Kanye, but I have just kind of ever since this Life of Paula album, I've kind of just not really paid attention to him. Like the last time I really liked like listened to his music, I didn't. Really, I listened to the new one because everyone was talking about it, but it was kind of like, uh, okay, <laughs> nothing yeah. really much going on with it. Do you guys know that The Simpsons is on on Disney Plus too? They're getting advertised on there. I think they. Uh, they ran a problem with that. They were doing the widescreen view, so yeah. there was a lot of like little funny like parts of the cartoon that were cut off because they tried to go more widescreen view than the full screen. But The Simpsons is part of yeah. Disney+. Plus. That's wild. That was part of that acquisition. That's, that's that a happened. good pickup. Good pickup for Disney there. So there you go. Now that's what you could Disney+, Plus and chill to, is The Simpsons. They're going to be having... Um, Simpsons used to be rolling all day, every day, on some channel. FX. Yeah. yeah. And FXX. Yeah. They're going to have... Uh, NBC's got their own streaming thing soon, so they're going to be taking Office off of Netflix. Yeah, I knew that was happening. The thing is, is, so 
the thing with these streaming services, it's going to be interesting to see. All of them are going to pop up, and they're all going to try and get their piece of the pie. But you're going to have to see them team up with each other, right? So you've already mm, seen. Yeah. And luckily, Disney Disney has it to where they've got, like, some nice entities there where they're just like, oh, fuck, you know, like, we've got, uh, you know, what is it? Um, Disney Plus, or Disney Plus is uh, ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Nat Geo. Watch it be like next year, where it's like all of a sudden Netflix and Red Zone have teamed up, where it's just like yeah. if you if you subscribe to Netflix, you get you're automatically subscribed to the NFL Red Zone. You'll never miss a game of NFL football. You're gonna see stuff like that start popping up when these Genius. when they start eating each other because there's too many. There's it was Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, Apple Apple TV. It's you have it's not out Disney it's Plus. Coming. NBC's Peacock, HBO Go, there's all these different things. They're going to have to start teaming up with each other. And then, you know, so it's like cable's never really going to die. It's just going to be packaged and presented in a different way. NBC's, they call theirs, they're calling theirs Peacock? Yep. Whoa. <laughs> it's pretty stupid, but yeah, they're calling it Peacock. <laughs> yeah, so that's where that's where the office is. Every time I think you guys hear the word Peacock, just think of that line from the other guys. Like, I'm a Peacock, you got to let me fly. <laughs> all right, do you guys have anything else to add to the pop culture update? Not no, a, no, 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 all right. Quality show. Thought it was going to be substandard. Always like to set the bar low so that way when we overachieve, it feels much better than always actually undersell. Is. Yes, always absolutely. Undersell, undersell over deliver, and then make no promises for next time because <laughs> that's just that's a good way to live. All right. Uh, any parting shots for you fellas? You want to say anything? Shouts out. Get off your chest. Say something. Say hi to people. Say nothing. I don't know. What do you want to do? Yeah. No. Maybe so. I got. Eh, you know. I already said my piece about. Okay playoff teams i'll throw that in there again when are you going to try and slither back down here as soon as slither possible slither back yeah, down yeah. Did you like that that's i know that's a terrible word i just you know as a niner fan and i yeah sunday night game is going to provide some fireworks for me so that's probably a no-go oh next week yeah you're out on the sunday night game yeah. because of the niner well it depends what if the pat oof what if the packers just come out and shit pump them in the first half and then you, now you're just sad drunk <laughs> <laughs> Sad John Daniel. No, the Niners. That could, no. be, a, that could be a sick call Monday morning. That could be great. That would, yeah, and that would make for great content on this show. All right. Uh, to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces. Later. Hey. hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Niggas talking, I'ma walk, don't worry about it. Yeah. Setting transits, niggas late like Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Moving silence, I don't speak upon the violence. Love you with that, pledge allegiance to the flagging. Bring your static, talk your shit, then drop your address. Woo. We got time today, so check your rollie and your paddock. Yeah. Backstage, Shorty John Stockton, where's your passes? Yeah. Looking at a star, not Ray Charles, where's your glasses? Woo. Woo. Cop car next to us got flipped off like gymnastics. Yeah. Pick six, I'm to the house like UPS with that package. Hey. Office smelling that sweet smell of that short term satisfaction. My shit in the way blasting. Open doors and go Casper, nigga. I'll feature like Jasper. Hit that bit with a multi milli after. I remember what y'all broke niggas said backwards. Burning bitches with some nicks in this backwood. Just like